Hello, Michael. Hello, Christy. We're Terror and Tacos. We and eat tacos. And we talk about terror. We talk about terror. <laughs> I think that when you're Emma Roberts uh-huh. and you have friends that are associated with Steppenwolf mm-hmm. and great Northwestern, theater. great yeah. theater, then people will just throw money at you. They will. Apparently just throw almost a million dollars Almost a million you. dollars at you to make a, a trash movie. Just absolute Garbage. Trash. Garbage. We're back. Do, 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 do. Hey, what are we talking about today? We are talking, we're going to get to a film called Abandoned. Oh, yeah. 2022's Abandoned, because I did look this up. There are like nine other movies called Abandoned. Yeah, can we call it Abandoned? Abandoned, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm going to call it. Because a whole bunch of theater people made this movie. Yes. So we're just going to do the Shakespeare pronunciation and call it yes. Abandoned. Thou art Abandoned. Thou art Abandoned. Maybe that would have been more interesting. That would have been any. Anything would have been more interesting than Abandoned. 2022's Abandoned. <laughs> well, what did we eat, though? Uh, we, You made me a delicious snack, mm-hmm. uh, which was a tortilla, butter, and apple butter. Yeah. And it is fucking delicious. It's just like I told Michael. I said, I'm going to make you. We didn't have time to go out and get tacos from a taco place. And so sometimes I will just throw something together. And I had tortillas, flour tortillas, and I had... Butter, because who doesn't, who doesn't have, have butter? Kerrygold butter. Yeah. Uh, um, the, the, the butter the, of, of, of our people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And um, also apple butter, which is yeah. like, in my opinion, apple butter is like the cheapest kind of like sweet spread. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it was a delicious snack. It was the thing that I was telling you, it's the thing that my mom made like after school snack that mm-hmm. was like, we're poor. This is all we have. As we have said before, poor food is the best food. Right. Um, yeah, and Kerrygold, the uh, butter of Ireland. Yeah. I mean, they, it's the best butter. It's the best butter. I mean, if you're going to eat butter, yeah. you should just eat Kerrygold. Yeah, Kerrygold. I know it's a little more. It's worth it. It is totally worth it. Um, Kerrygold is not paying us for no. saying this, but we will take their money if yes, they want to. Please. Also, apple butter. App, just big apple butter. <laughs> big apple butter. We're here for you. Um, I'm yeah. also, I'm drinking, you gave me your last Coke coffee. Thank yeah. you. I wanted to tell you, Christy, I think I texted you. I kind of, I kind of, kind of upped my coffee Coke I game I need you yesterday. to talk about this. I need you to talk about this. So before we watched a band, before Aspen and I watched Abandoned, Abandoned. last night, you and I and other friends of us, ours, mm-hmm. had gone swimming, right? And yeah. I was like, I've been in the heat all day. I'm a little tired. I need to, I need to get up for Abandoned. <laughs> I'm going to have a coffee Coke. And then I added just not a ton, but a bit of hazelnut creamer. You're a genius. It was so good. You're a so genius. Good. Like you. over ice? Yes, over oh ice. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to do that. It was, it's totally worth it. Uh, it was delicious. Oh And God. far, far better than the film I watched. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, because like Coke coffee is already kind of creamy. Yeah. I don't know what it is, y'all, but it's already kind of creamy. Mm-hmm. And then you add just that just extra little, little shot of creamer yeah with a little flavor so good much better than abandoned abandoned we're gonna play the same sound effect that we did for the mangler oh Oh. failed there we go yeah yeah all right so you know this uh so abandoned uh 2022 directed by spencer squire written by eric patterson and jessica scott a writing team that has written several films though you would never know it from this script (laughs) Uh, stars Emma Roberts, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, as Sarah. Sarah. John Gallagher, I don't who, know who I didn't is. know as Alex. And then... He's probably a Steppenwolf dude. Sure, yes. Yeah. Because Kate Harrington, Arrington, sorry, is a Steppenwolf company member. She plays Cindy the Realtor. And then the... I mean, the, the sort of like ringer in this is is Michael Shannon. Is Michael Shannon, the giant. Yeah. Who's also a super compelling actor. And quite yeah. frankly... There's not enough of him in this movie. Yeah. And he is also, Michael Shannon has been for decades, he is a Chicago theater legend. Right. I mean, even when I lived there, which is now oh, is 20, you know, about 20 years ago, um, when he was, Michael Shannon was probably in his 30s, late 20s. I think yeah. he's a little older than I am. Uh, I mean, people were already like this fucking guy. Yeah. 
Um, he's a great actor. He's also, I mean, I think legitimately like six five. Yeah. So he's just physically, he's a giant. Physically and, imposing. Emma Roberts is like Tiny. four nine. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, but. Yeah, so you're like, okay, Emma Roberts, man, she's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's why I texted you about it. I was doing a little research, talking about asking, you know, what do we want to talk about next? And I was looking up horror movies, and this one showed up. And you know, you know me, Michael. I love a good haunted house in the country uh, movie. And I mean, we all know what the premise is for these kind of movies. People from the city having relationship troubles, family troubles, job troubles, city troubles. They're like, we're going to fix our lives. And they move to the country uh only to realize that the problem is within. It's it's not not in the house. It's not in the house. It's in you. It's in you. And they're always able to, with their fancy city money, buy a giant fucking house in the country with acres of land. Like on the same day. (laughs) Yes. On the same day that they went to go. Okay, so let's. Okay, so it's a couple, Emma Roberts and this guy, John Gallagher. Uh huh. They, the movie opens. Sarah and Alex. Sarah and Alex, and they have a baby uh-huh. that cries. Oh, God. And cries. So much. And cries. Oh, and cries. Terrible. And cries. Nightmare. And I get it. Like, that's part. Sure. Of, it's it's going to play into what the problem is in their relationship right now. Yeah. But. I get it with the crying. Like, stop with the crying. Yeah, I, I mean, I said this, for, I mean, I'm jumping ahead. Like, Aspen at some point was like, I'm I'm done. Like, I can't pay attention anymore. Yeah. You know. I don't blame her. I, it, I had that thought. It's like, I, we, I mean, I know we sound, we, like, we sound like terrible people, but I'm like, I've done, I've made a lot of choices in my life to never have to be around a crying baby. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's like, at some point, you're like, okay. I get it. Yeah. The, the baby, baby cries. cries. The, the baby's hungry. Yes. I get it. And I mean, I said to you this morning, I have had children. Uh-huh. I have a high tolerance for crying babies. Right. I have learned how to zone out crying babies. And I was like, dang. Shut that baby Shut up. Shut that baby up. And it's not the baby's fault. Because honestly- It's I, not the baby's the fault. The baby might be the best actor in this film. I think so. I think so. The baby is the only person motivated by authenticity and yes. truth. And we'll yes. tell you about that in the a little bit. The baby just wants toast. The baby Christy. just wants to eat. The baby just wants the toast. Uh, so, okay. So- they move to the country. Uh-huh. We don't know why, because it opens with them just seeing the house. Yes, right? and they they meet. I mean, it's it is a prototypical Typical. story, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and they have the real the real estate agent, mm-hmm. the small town real estate mm-hmm. agent. Um, it's a beautiful country home with a swing on the tree. Yeah, yeah, ideal. All that stuff, and the husband is a vet, a vet who works with like farm animals. So right. it, it's great, right? Yeah. Um, and then Emma Roberts raises a legitimate question as a home buyer. Hey, this is such an amazing home. Why hasn't this been able to sell? Mm-hmm. And what answer do we get, Christy? Well, there was a murder. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> and the the dad is like, oh, no, we don't want to do that. And Emma Roberts like, no, no, it's fine. Yeah. I love, I actually, she I says, love I love a, li- a little haunting. I love a little haunting. Yeah. So the. Also look at this. I mean, look at the square I mean, footage. it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. I'd be like, all right. I, I would just come in and burn some sage. Yeah. And then. And be like, we're going to live here together. Let's be cool. You stay on your side. I'll stay on my side. Yeah. Which is what I did in my home where I live now because we have a ghost. We'll talk about that. Clearly later. haunted. Clearly haunted. Um, by Rob McCullum. No, just kidding. Um, anyway. So then the real estate agent hands her a manila envelope, <sighs> Fuck right? Fuck me, man. Which is supposed to be like, this is the full disclosure. Yeah, right? Which, which is absolutely true. Yes, we both, we have many friends who are currently or have in the have past. Have been in the past. Been in the real estate mm-hmm. industry. And yes, that is definitely a thing. Like if someone- If someone asks. Yeah, and someone died in the house or whatever. You, you have to tell them. But- she doesn't just tell them or even give them like just paperwork. Paperwork. She gives them fucking crime scene photos. Right. And at like at first I thought, oh, well, maybe she's giving her like the paperwork or like sure. the, a copy of the police report. Yes. Or a, a newspaper clipping. Yeah. yeah. But then later on we see Emma Roberts Roberts open the envelope and she takes out 
crime scene photos. Full on murder. Yeah, full on like, oh, here, enjoy your home. Like, what the fuck? So... I, I know I'm jumping around, but my first thought was... You have to jump around. Yeah. We're not going to be able to tell this story... In order. In order, because none of it makes there sense. There is no order. There is no order. Um. So my first thought, I texted you. You were like, I think, 20 minutes ahead yeah. of me. Um. I was like, okay, the only way this makes any sense is there's some conspiracy, land grab. Land grab. Um, and the real estate agent is in on it. Right. Because no normal real estate agent would either... A, have crime scene photos, uh-huh. and B, hand them over to a client. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, I told bitch, you. work on commission. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, don't do that. Right? So Jeez. Stupid. It's no wonder you can't sell houses. Right. Anyway, so then, so they move in, right? And they're, they're getting, this is the crazy part. Like, they're, they, they signed the paper, the paperwork, which yeah. was also like a really weird scene because, like, the real, just, the real estate agent's trying to get him to sign the paperwork, yeah. and he's just talking about all their personal problems. Yeah, like and she's, she's a like, therapist. Uh-huh. And she's like, just sign right here, please. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. Right here. Right yeah. here. It just made no sense. So then, like, I guess fast forward to the next time that they're at the house with all their shit. Yeah, I don't know, because Emma Roberts wearing the same dress. <sighs> More on that later. And so then- That means you're depressed. It means you're depressed. If you wear a perfectly fitted white- Dress Shirt dress with, with, with a, a little belt. belt. It means you're depressed, it means you're, and you look awesome in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you look like I don't know a designer like made Roberts. it for you, and you're Emma Roberts, right? Um, yeah. And so you're right. So now they're moving now in. Now they're moving in, and they're like looking around, and they they even make a joke about it. There's a door that they have not opened. Yeah, come on, man. And it's like this is locked. We didn't look at this room, so they open the ha, door. Ha 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 ha. They open it, and it is. It's a, another child's bedroom. And they yeah, had, a boy's room. Yeah, right? it's a boy's room. And the, the whole crime scene thing was like a dad went crazy uh-huh. and killed the daughter? Yeah, killed the daughter. Um, and, the, and two sons? Well, we learn about the two s- sons later. La- oh, yeah, that's yeah. right, we do. Or the three sons, the three- really, because they discover this little boy's room, you know, because there's an old-timey baseball mitt. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I thought they only had a daughter. And then you hear off screen, there were two of them. There were two of them. And you turn around and it's fucking Michael Shannon. Like just giant as all get out. Just standing in the doorway. Into the house. And he and it's he's wearing a baseball cap. Yes. And you're like, oh, he's the kid. He's the kid. Immediately. Immediately. You're like, well, you go, he's the child. He's the like, child. I, and they're like And he grew up to be a Mets fan. Right. You know, like <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, so this is so yeah, you're like, we know Michael Shannon is the kid. Right. It's also super creepy that he just entered this house. Right. But of course he did because it's, it's his the country and, it, and it's his house. It's his house. Basically, because he's like, they're like, oh, who are you? And he's like, I'm the neighbor. I'm the neighbor. <laughs> I'm the closest thing you have to a neighbor. I brought beer for you. I brought beer. Yeah. And then he's and like, like oh, my husband just- likes beer. Right. So weird. <laughs> it's just like, like who wrote all this dialogue? Of the dialogue is so strange. Yeah. And he's like, so you just walked upstairs? The door was open. You just walked upstairs. And he goes, that's how we do things in the country. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, mm, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's how you do things in the country, but all right. All right. Sure. Also, being that large, you should know you scare people. Right. Like you need to inherit. If you listen, if you're six foot five, you know, you inherently frighten people. Exactly. So you need to like maybe not walk Maybe not walk into people's, people's homes. houses. Yeah. yeah, even though it's your home. And so, um, okay, so we already know he's the kid. It'll take- Even though they don't tell us that. Yeah. If you're smart, if you've seen some haunted house seen any movies, film ever. Yeah. If you know what a movie is- Yeah, yeah. Then you'll- You'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, and, and this movie is only technically a movie because it it's pictures that move. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh, and so, okay, so we quickly discover, I mean, we kind of already have discovered from just Emma Roberts looking forlornly into the middle distance and then yeah. the husband telling the realtor their entire history. Like, she's clearly dealing with postpartum depression. depression. Right. And you're like, okay. Um, they, this is a great premise for a yeah. haunted house movie. And she moved to the country thinking, like you said, that'll solve 
the problem. That'll solve the problem. You, 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 you know, you see her not having bonded with her child, right. which is a thing that happens. And you immediately go, okay, something's going to happen in this film that is going to force her to, to bond, bond with, with the a baby, baby yeah. and things are going to be solved. And she's going to see that she's a good mom or yeah. like whatever. This baby's not evil. She's or, a terrible mom. She's terrible. She is a terrible Mother. And I think he's a terrible husband for not <laughs> helping his wife really in any way. I, you know, John said the same thing, but I i mean, okay, yeah, they're both awful people. Yeah. The only good person is this baby. Yeah, the, ba- the, ba- the, baby, the baby is, is the legit. Is legit. Yeah. So, okay, so here's the thing. I don't even know how, so, so it's just like a bunch of scenes cut together Mm-hmm. That looks super artsy. Oh, very artsy. Of Emma Roberts observing things. Uh-huh. Walking down creepy hallways. Well, and then like you said to me, hearing things that aren't even ghost sounds, it's like there are people hanging it's, out. Yeah, it is straight. Yeah. So like the first thing that happens, one of the first spooky things that's supposed to be spooky that happens is that she's fixing a room, right? He, the, the father, the, the husband goes off to be a vet Yeah, and deal with some pig deal issues. Deal with some pig issues. We'll come back to that. Um, and she straight up hears other people in the house. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. Like not, not ghosty sounds. Right. Just like if, like if there was a party in a room, if there was a party in a room, next to our room right now you know like the way we can hear my dogs right next to us like this and she doesn't freak out at all she's just kind of like oh oh there it is there it is yeah and she and then the other thing that happens one of the other first things that happens is that they're asleep so he wants to he puts the baby's crib in their bedroom Uh uh-huh and she's like i thought we weren't gonna put him in our bedroom right I thought he was going to sleep in his own room. Right, exactly. And he's like, well, it's just for one night, you know, whatever, right. whatever. And I'm not even exaggerating. Like, that's what it was like. Yeah, and then he tries to fuck her. And, and then he tries to fuck she's her. she's like, I don't want to fuck like, you in front fuck. of the baby. Yeah, and he's like, that's okay. He won't know. He's asleep. Right. And she's like, I don't feel like it. And then he's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, yeah. they go to sleep. In her dress. In a dress, again. She hears a noise coming from the armoire. Yes, yes. And so she gets up in the middle of the night and she starts investigating and she discovers that this giant ass armoire uh-huh. is hiding like a full size door. Yes. Like in Rosemary's Baby when they move the high boy and yeah. there's like the cl- like the whatever. Right. Um, Which is sort of like a classic move. Classic move. And she doesn't do anything about it. I don't know about you, Michael, Dude. but if I had just bought like a creepy house in the country uh-huh. and I heard noises in the house yes. and then I was sleeping in a room and then I discovered that there was like a full on door yeah. behind a heavy ass armoire. I'd be like, someone put that armoire there for, for a re- reason. Yeah, we've already, and we've already discovered a separate locked room. Right. That's still like a little boy lives that there. That nobody told you about. Yeah. And you've seen crime scene photos. Yes. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. And she does She does nothing she does about nothing. this. She doesn't tell the husband about this at all. No, at all. She doesn't tell him about the armoire for like doesn't, 20 minutes yeah, or something. Yeah, she doesn't tell him about that. She doesn't tell him about all the noises that she hears when she's alone. Yeah. So that, you know, I mean, like in these haunting movies, right? The moment where I turn to John and I go, if I told you I saw a ghost, you would believe me, right? And he's like, of course I would. Mm-hmm. Because in a good haunted house movie, when that happens, usually that character goes to the husband or the sister or the mother or whatever right. and says, I'm hearing voices. And the person says, you're crazy right. or whatever. And then it becomes the main characters like struggle to get people to, to believe, believe them. Her, right. Yeah. And, but this doesn't happen in this movie. No. So that by the time you get to the point where she is telling the husband, I've, I'm hearing voices. Right. He's like, you're crazy and you're like yeah yeah yes i mean and and i think the way like what this tries to tread on is as an audience member do we believe she's actually seeing these things or is this all caused by her 
depression. Which would have been interesting. Yeah. Because there are a few shots. There are a few moments where she is, you know, she's confused and she's kind of doing a thing and she turns the little, she puts the baby in the crib. She turns around for a second, turns back around. Baby's not there. What the fuck? Turns around. Baby's there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was interesting. Yeah. So is this a, is this a movie about a woman who really can't trust her own senses, right? Right. Is this depression causing these hallucinations or or whatever, for lack of a better term? But these hallucinations don't follow any rules in this no, film. No, they don't. And then you also have Michael Shannon. So, okay. So okay, if that is it, right, they don't follow any rules <laughs> and it's fucking annoying. But then she doesn't, her quest to discover what's going on is involves nothing other than asking Michael Shannon questions about and him filling her in. Yeah. Like he tells her the whole story. So, yeah. there, so there's, there, there's no mystery to right, solve. Right. Right. It, it, so much so that there's a weird add on scene or something where the realtor comes back and she's talking to the realtor. Yeah. And the realtor is like, he's your neighbor. Yeah. He used to live, live here. here. And we're like, bitch, we knew that 50 minutes we ago. We knew that 50 minutes ago. And it's like, why are you angry at her? Yeah. You sold her the house. Yeah. Like she didn't do anything. She's just being Emma Roberts. Yeah. Um, in a beautifully crisp linen dress. That doesn't wrinkle when you sleep in at it. At all. Um, and and so, yeah, like, so, you know, you've, you've discovered that in the past, this the vision she's seeing, right? The, the man who lived there raped his own daughter. Right. She gave birth to, to two babies. Yeah. To two babies um, who we learn about three quarters of the way into the movie and then somehow play into the climax of the movie. Uh, but right. A, but again, he tells us everything. Yeah. She doesn't really discover anything for herself. And meanwhile, like, I don't, she clearly has, she needs help. She needs help. She is suffering and, from postpartum depression. And why does she refuse help, Christy? Because she is a privileged lady who uh-huh. can do whatever she wants. This was my big problem with the whole premise. You know, Michael, there are, she wants to breastfeed her child. Uh-huh. Fine. Yeah. Of course. Women who have, that is a great bonding experience with your child. She cannot breastfeed her child. For whatever reason, they don't tell you. The baby doesn't latch on. Sometimes that happens. The baby doesn't want it. Sometimes you can't do it. She clearly can because she produces milk. But for some reason, the baby doesn't want to. It's not working out. It's not that, working out. Honestly, because that baby wants toast. the baby wants toast. Anyway, the whole purpose of them moving to the country is so that she can force this baby to breastfeed. Uh-huh. And she doesn't have to take medicine for her postpartum depression. Yeah, which would... Uh, I guess if she took, she would not be able to breastfeed. She would not be able to breastfeed because she doesn't want the medicine to affect her breast milk. Right. I get that. But here's the thing. Your baby doesn't want your milk. Yeah. Yeah. And that baby has been crying for the whole movie, which tells me that the baby's fucking hungry. Yeah. So you are, you have moved your family. Yes. To the country. To the country. To a murder house. To a murder house. Uh Uh-huh. And you just bought it right there on the spot. Yeah. Because you refuse to take your meds. Yeah. And buy formula for the baby. Yeah. And then there's a scene where she talks about formula. Dude. Disparagingly. Dude. When the husband's like, you can take the meds and be on the formula. You would have thought the husband just said, and then I can punch you in the fucking face. Right. And kick you until you bleed. Right. She gets so upset. And I'm going, a lot of women have to give their babies yeah, or choose to or choose to a lot of women don't have the choice of moving to the fucking country yeah. and buying a country home so that yeah. they don't have it would have been cheaper to get your meds girl yeah and get that for, formula and, yeah, aspen and, and our, make that baby stop fucking crying, crying and handed some toast aspen and i yeah. at one point like we turned to each other she is like pretty checked out at this point for various reasons um and like we both were just like hold on 
Is this whole movie just an anti-baby formula? That's what I thought. Piece of propaganda? Thought, like, what is fucking happening? Is this movie targeted at women like Jenny McCarthy? Right. You're, or Alicia you, Silverstone? You're or rich enough to move to the country and do enough, what needs to be done? And you can judge all the other mothers who can't afford to move mm-hmm. to the country. Your Goop and, subscription right. allows you to do whatever you want. Exactly. That's what it should have been. Yeah. It should have been Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow, yeah. Um, but she's, gosh, she's uh, in her forties now, no. so she can't be no, in Hollywood anymore. No, she can't anymore. be sexy. Please. No. no one would want to fuck that. Nobody wants to fuck Gwyneth Paltrow. She's too old. Right. Right. Sorry. M- m- many people do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so also, okay. I want to, I want to bring this up too, because there is also, while all this is going on with Emma Roberts, I don't even know where we are, but go ahead. Oh, you're going to, you're going to be like, yeah, this is important. We are following the adventures of a country veterinarian. Oh, yeah. And there's... um, I didn't get it. Some heavy-handed symbolism with this farmer's pigs. Right. Right? And so we discover that there are a lot of little baby pigs. There's a problem. And the problem is with the father. The problem's with the father. And so the big father, daddy pig, has to be put down. Put down. And the babies have to be put down. Okay, I'm all for symbolism. This was like, all right, this seems pretty like a lot. And obviously we discover that in the past, the father in the house is terrible. Is terrible. But I thought, okay. Okay, we're the, the dad's going to die. This is the hint that something is, is going to either wrong with the, the husband is evil, uh-huh. like Rosemary's baby style. Right. He's in league with the realtor. None of this None of this real. makes sense. This None of this is like, real. None of this happens. Or something horrible is going to happen to the the husband. Right, like Emma Roberts is going to lose her mind and 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 kill, kill her, him. Her, yeah, or he's going to get killed in some way, and she is going to be forced to right. to right. Like he's going to be like possessed or yeah. something, and and she's going to have to defend her baby. That sounds better. Yeah, I mean, you none know, of none of it happened off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, none of it happened. So I was like, so why are we getting beaten over the head with this like? Pig dad symbolism, right? That doesn't pan out. Are all dads pigs? All dads is are that pigs. what they're trying to Hashtag tell us? Hashtag all dads are pigs. All dads are pigs. Men are pigs. All um, of them. And so, but that doesn't lead to anything. No, and it's like it's a weird scene because the he's talking to the farmer, right? And the and he says the problems with the father, got to put him down. And he says, "Do you want the 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 bolt the bolt gun or do you want the injection and and he goes i prefer the injection because it's you know more humane humane." and the farmer's like there ain't no reason to have pity do the bolt yeah whatever and so you you think oh shit yeah something bad's gonna happen with that bolt going to happen yeah no but then for some reason we still see him yeah, they're like these really weird killing scenes. the pig yeah. and chopping the pig up. We see these weird scenes of like a slow push into from behind of the of the dad like cutting up the pig and rendering the bones and yeah. examining and nothing, nothing comes of it. Nothing comes of and it. And this isn't from her POV. No, no, it's just someone else's POV altogether. And so it serves no purpose. It doesn't do anything. It serves no purpose in the movie. Um, and then it, like there, there are moments of like danger that are so obviously like this is a moment of danger. Like dude, when she places the baby at the top of the stairs. Dude, like what the fuck? I'm what? no parent, Christy, but there was that. And like when she puts her on the bed next to the open candle flame, right. I was like, look, man, obviously this lady needs help. Also take this baby away from her. I am. I have been depressed in my life. I yeah. have never placed my child next to an open flame. On a bed that it on can a bed fall off of. Next to an open window. Like, I, again. On the second story. Yes. Every decision I've made in my life is to avoid being around babies, right? <laughs> Even I was like, what the fuck? Like, right. Someone take this baby. Take this, this baby away from- real danger. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then <clears throat> there's that crazy scene where they call the doctor, played oh, by, yeah. what's his name? Brandanowitz from Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. I can never remember his real name. But I'm sorry. But he's so good. Yeah. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. Man, and he's sitting there. We're just squandering oh, great actors in yeah, this movie. It's, it's true though. Yeah. And it, the, he just has this scene with Emma Roberts where he's like, I don't even remember. All I remember is that he's supposed to stay with her for an hour so that the husband can go deliver Murder a, a pig, pig or, or something. something. Oh, yeah. he's delivering a calf. He's delivering yeah, yeah, a yeah. calf. I have never known... 
anybody to be able to call a doctor to just come and babysit a member of your family. And that's what he's doing. Like, he's not there to examine her. He's not there. He's there to, like, babysit her And he gives her, he's like, please take these pills. Please take these pills. And then Michael Shannon shows up out of nowhere. I'll watch her. And he goes, it's fine. I'll watch her. And the doctor's like, okay. And I'm like, what? Who are you? You don't know this guy? What is happening? Like, if a giant man came in out of nowhere wearing a Mets baseball cap (laughs) and said... It's fine. I'll, I'll watch her. I'd be like, get out. Get the fuck out. I'm calling the police. Yes. Like, what the hell, man? He's just like, all right. And so even I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm still in my mind. And this is probably just because of Rosemary's baby. I'm like, shrinks in on it. Yeah, yeah. In my mind, there is a conspiracy yeah, that's against what I this thought woman. Too. That's what I thought, too. I mean, there's so many movies that came to mind. Rosemary's baby was one. I yeah. kept thinking of that. I kept thinking... Uh, Wakewood also, which is, I mean, if you want a movie, a good movie about a couple with baby problems and the husband's a vet and they move to the country, <laughs> go, just go watch Wakewood I, just, like, I don't, with Aiden Gillen. Nothing pays who, off in this film. Yeah. Like, and if you want a conspiracy movie against a woman with a baby, Watch Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, man. If you want a movie about a couple that goes and buys a house in the country on a whim, there's probably twenty seven. Oh, there, you there is watch. what there's, there's, a, and there's a land grab yeah. involved. Watch the one with Sharon Stone and Dennis Quaid. What's it called? Oh, uh, it's something like it's. I can't remember, but it's actually good. Okay, yeah. Um, I'll think of the title later and post it. I was it. like, I mean, there, it's just, I can't remember a movie. If you want, go watch Haunted in Connecticut. Yeah, like, I mean, which is not a great movie, but better than this fucking be- thing. Fuck, yeah. Like, I can't remember the last time I watched a movie, other than like something that's almost purposefully bad, you know, like yeah. Titanic 666, Oh, we're going to watch gonna the watch shit the out of. We're going to watch the fuck out of Titanic 666. I was like, nothing pays off in this movie. Nothing. And you cannot, look, y'all, you cannot introduce something literally three quarters of the film in and that be the climax of like those. Like know nothing about them. And then they show up and they're the climax of and the movie. And what was that about? Uh, so it's like she's asleep and he's gone or something. Yeah. And she starts hearing the noises again in and the And she armoire. finally moves the armoire. She, or, or the armoire doors are open. open. Also, um, you can't move the armoire. I don't know. A giant lives next door. <laughs> maybe so. Get maybe him. get him to fucking help move you. Move the armoire. I'm just saying. Yeah. So the. Door- <laughs> I'm just you know. True. If I needed a light bulb change that I couldn't reach, I bet Mike Shannon yeah. could do it. Listen, if you want a good movie about a haunted armoire, just go watch The Conjuring. <laughs> just go watch The Conjuring. Like there's so many other movies yeah, you mean- could watch. We know them all. <laughs> anyway, so the doors are open, and apparently there's a room. There's a room behind the armoire. There's another secret room. I don't know. Another secret room. She crawls in. Yeah, it's a crawl space. It's It's, a crawl space. It's essentially a crawl space. It's a crawl space. And they're playing old timey records because this is a thing they do in the movie. Goddamn and it's hipsters! It's supposed to be creepy. Goddamn hipsters! Fucking hipsters! And so they, she crawls in there and she plays another old timey record. Suddenly, it's in the crawl space, and then these two creepy children. Yes. Come out from behind a wall. Right. Sure. Why not? And one of them is holding the baby. Right. And another one is holding a tiny axe. Yeah. And she's like, give him to me. He's uh-huh. mine. Right. And the creepy ghost child. Are they ghosts? Yeah, they have to be. They're they're the two children, I guess. They're I, the two children of that we the, lo- that the, we lear- in, yeah. the incest children. That we learn about three quarters of the way through. Hey, if you want... A movie about incest children living in a crawl space. Go watch Flowers, Flowers in, the, in attic. the Attic. Come on. I'm going to tell you all of them. Yeah. I like. I, I was like, okay, we have two secret rooms. We have two sets of secret children. Like, right. We, the, 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 the trick should have been somehow disguising that Michael Shannon was the other baby, but they didn't do that they at all. They didn't do that. So then we have these two He's random- He's just the regular baby. Yeah. So now we have these two random incest babies. Why did they hide the room of the Michael Shannon baby? Right. I don't- Because he, he killed his- He killed. That's horrible. His mother died. Uh-huh. Um- in childbirth. Oh, so they sent him away. Yeah. Is, did, I, I, I don't, don't know. I don't fucking know. 
And so these, but these two ghosts are the incest babies that were hidden in the crawl space. And, and they're essentially taking the baby from Emma Roberts because she is a bad mother. Right. Just like their father was a bad father. Right. I'm like, well, that's fair. She is a terrible She's fucking mother. She's a terrible mother. fucking mom. So she is not a rapist and a murderer. She's not a rapist and a murderer. She just <clears throat> refuses to take her meds and wants to force her child to breastfeed, even though the child clearly does not want to breastfeed. Maybe this baby would be better with the ghost incest children. Maybe. You know, they seem like I'm they have saying. space. They got a record player. I mean, she he's reaching for the toast. He just wants he toast. He just wants toast. He just wants toast. We keep talking about this because there's a scene where oh, everybody's supposed to be super serious. It's my favorite scene. And the baby's sitting there and he's made her breakfast and the baby just straight up grabs the toast and starts yes. eating it. And it is honestly the most Authentic. truthful moment yeah, the in most, the film. Yeah. Because again, and I texted you, I was like early on, it was like, is it weird that I sometimes feel bad for babies in movies? Like that baby doesn't want to be in a film. They right? don't know what they they're don't doing. know what they're doing. So then when I see a baby like he's just like, ah, fuck it. I was like, okay, this baby's yeah. just getting some toasties. Okay. Yeah, babies just want to eat, sleep and poop. Yeah, that's what babies want to do. And maybe 20 years from now, this baby realizes, oh, I got to hang out with Emma, Emma Roberts. Roberts. I sat on her lap on <clears throat> a crisp white linen dress yeah, that never wrinkled for a week. Because, you know, linen doesn't, famously doesn't it wrinkle. famously doesn't <laughs> wrinkle. What? Yeah. Uh, and when you're wearing white, you never spill things yeah, on it. Yeah, you never spill. And you don't sweat, no. apparently. Um, so, okay. She then, the little baby ghost, in, no, I shouldn't say baby. The, the, the little kid ghost. Little kid, incest ghost kid, raises tiny axe, and she leaps in front of the baby. And that is her moment of becoming a mother. <laughs> now, I didn't understand... If the the other ghost kid was gonna take the axe to the baby or, or her or Emma Roberts, I so I thought because you don't see it. You're no, right. my thought was they were gonna kill the baby. Oh, and she has to leave. She has to sack. Oh, because they're gonna keep the baby. So in order for the ghost children, the it has, baby to, be has to be a ghost, ghost. baby. Okay, yeah. and I understand. she leaps in front to save the baby, mm-hmm. like even the shittiest mom in the world would do. Right. Even if I ran into a baby on the street who was a stranger you and, would- <laughs> and someone came at that baby with an ax, I would protect that baby. Like it's not. <laughs> because you are a better mother than Emma it's Roberts. Not a, like, what I'm saying is it's not a huge leap for yeah. a human being to be like, don't kill this baby with an ax. No, <laughs> I think all humans yeah. would want that you would for hope. a baby. You would hope. Yeah. But that then, I guess, makes her... A good mom. Because at the very next scene, the dad comes back from having delivered a calf. Sure. And she has made breakfast. Yeah, so that, you know, she's... And that tells you Uh she's cooking. Yeah, so she's a good mom. She cooks for her husband. This is exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, this is the bar? Yeah. This is the bar we're setting. She, She has cooked breakfast for her husband... So that makes her a good wife yes. and mother. Yeah, that's ah. perfect. It's 1963. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, Christy. Oh, there's another scene. That's right. But good first God. she changes Why? that fucking dress. Right. She changes into like some kind of like crazy caftan. And uh, she tears up the crime, crime scene, scene photos, photos that the real estate agent that, gave her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so then her, her and her husband are dancing to the turtles. Yeah, and again. Which... Baby Man. toast and just getting to listen to the turtles over and over again. Only things it's I fine. liked about it's the film. <laughs> but I'll tell you about that. That's this is the third time in the last few days that I've heard that turtle song, which I love, and I'm it's taking I'm a, taking it as a sign. Yeah, it's such a great it's such a great song. Oh, it's a great song. Yeah, if you don't know the turtles, uh, I was gonna say Happy young. Together. Yeah, this is Happy Together. I, they're a great band. They are a great and band. Underrated. I also remember, go listen to the zombies. Okay, we're gonna talk about another thing, but it's like I remember hearing a version of Happy Together sung by two Russian folk singers on the Balalaika, and it's so great. That sounds bold it's as shit. Amazing. Anyway, uh, so then great there's song. this other scene. Oh, so, like so the they're, they're, dan- like scene, they're right? dancing uh-huh. and the baby's still a baby. She tears up the crime scene photos and then like something magical happens. Oh no, magic. Oh. Magic happens and she's wearing a different, another different dress. Yeah. So many dresses all of a sudden. Oh my goodness. She must be a very healthy mother. She's really good at being my mother. And then the baby is five years old. Sure. Yeah. And we're like, 
what yeah, happened? We're in so the now future. we're like, we're in the future now. Yeah. And now they're outside, you know, frolicking in their giant acreage. And they're sit- they sit on the porch. Uh-huh. And they're playing the turtles happy together. And everybody's swinging and being happy. And then the camera like pans slowly. And we discover that, uh-oh, she's pregnant again. Whoa! And she holds her tummy. And then we look at her face and she's concerned. Yes, Credits. Credits. Um, this was a terrible movie, movie. Is trash. And it's like I get it, man. Like I, uh, you know, I said to you last night, what a waste of eight hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Because that's how much it costs to make it. And then I thought, no, people worked. People had jobs over the pandemic, and you can tell it's very clearly one of these projects that was made during lockdown. Yeah. Uh. And people wanted to be as safe as possible. So it was like one location out in the country, very few people. I commend them for keeping people employed. But you can do those things and also make a good movie and tell a good story. The the thing that's so troubling is not the right word. I didn't walk away like, oh, God, we're all doomed. Um, I did. I just was like what a waste of talent across the, I mean, kind of across the board. Yeah. Uh, what bothered me was like there, this is such a straightforward, like this is such a subgenre, right? Right. <laughs> like buying the country home. How, how can you, like, I, I just listed a bunch of yeah, movies that it, are successful in this genre. And, and, and postpartum depression yes. is also, uh, and I mean, to me, there, there are, like, she has this little monologue at one point that I am sure whoever wrote it or, or I don't know, uh, or has heard from friends, like, of what it's like, what it's like, perhaps it was her lived experience. Yeah. What it's like when, when. It doesn't turn like when you have the baby, and, and it, it doesn't, doesn't turn, turn out, out the way you think it's going to. That everybody to. told you it would. Yeah, listen, I, I, this happened, that, and so to me, that is actually again not as a parent, uh, um, but as like, a human as being a human who cares, being, about, other uh, human who cares about other human beings. Like this is an actually like this. We should have stories like this, mm-hmm. right? Um, we talk about the Baba Duke, which is different because the child is. Uh, not grow. I would say it's a kid. It's a kid. Yeah, like it's a pre- a, a preteen. If that kid wanted toast, wouldn't even be a big deal. It would not be a you big could make deal. Toast. Yeah. Um. But the mother in Babadook is one of the few mothers you see in film that at times clearly does not like her like child. her child. You know, and that's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And like to me, this is a again, this is fertile ground. Not even just for horror. Well, but- it's like in the Babadook, like both of these people who are in this forced situation because their mother and son are both dealing with grief and don't know how to deal with it. And this is how it manifests in that the kid is a a brat, which you would call him, right? He acts out and the mother does not know how to deal with it. And the whole premise is that they both have to learn to deal with it together. Together, yeah. And so that's the story of, the Babadook, right. right? About grief and, and well, what I just said. That is nothing, like nothing like that happens no. here in this movie. No, and it's, it's, an, it's I, I looked up that one of the writers, Jessica Scott, and again, this is a writing team. They have other credits together. Um, so weird. She is also, a, writes film criticism. Uh-huh. And one of her areas... Uh, that she writes about is is the portrayal of mental illness in film, uh-huh. and I'm I'm not an expert, and I don't want to say I don't know, I'm not saying I don't know where the term mental illness comes in. I don't want to be a dick, but I'm like this is clearly she's trying to explore v- what happens mentally to to new mothers suffering from postpartum, right? And I'm like, you did no service to this no. character to this. Con- condition. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. Like you, you made her, all you did was, was make, make her, hater. you made her. Yeah. You just made her look like a shitty, spoiled, rich mom. Right. And I don't think that was the intention. I don't think that was the intention, but 
and yeah. that, that and 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 again, I, my problem with the husband was you just leave her alone all the fucking time, right. and then you get pissed that she's not being the mother you think she should right. be. Like you, like you thought there was a good idea. Right. You also thought it was a good idea to move to the country to completely isolate this and, woman and ignore the fact that she obviously yeah, to, needs help obviously needs help to isolate her and to as as a partner <laughs> we're both married yeah as a partner when you care for your partner sometimes you have to insist on things right yeah. and it's like in that situation i would hope i would hope that my husband would be like no i'm sorry you have to go see a doctor. Yeah. We have to take care of this. And we're not going to go to a place. I'm not going to buy you a house. Yeah, where there's nobody around to, you. To help you. So your friend becomes the creepy six foot five giant neighbor. Right. <laughs> like, that, right. It's just a fucking mess. If you want a movie about moving to the country and you have a giant neighbor, watch Pet Cemetery. the yeah, first one. There you go, Fred Gwynn. <laughs> right. Okay, look. So I'm going to read a little excerpt from a review of the movie Great. that I read at rogerebert.com. Uh, Brian Tallarico. That's my mom's maiden name, uh, y'all. Tallarico Rogers. Federico. Oh, come on. Um, uh, la, 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 la. Said leading lady is Sarah, Emma Roberts, a troubled soul with an infant son who moves into a remote farmhouse with her husband. Sarah is clearly struggling with postpartum depression. The whole film is an allegory for that condition, but too often feels like it's not empathetic enough to really understand it and yet abandoned never questions if it's a good idea to leave a depressed mom in the middle of nowhere while her husband is gone for hours on a remote farm work it's a shallow setup for a shallow movie that's all the more transparently manipulative in its sound design which is dominated by roughly 55 minutes of crying baby sounds dude i did we write that we could have. I mean, that's wow. Wait, maybe Brian Tallarico and I. Maybe you are, are related. related yeah. Even though I think he spells it different than my mother does. Um, my mother, who by the way never left me at the top of the stairs or next to an open flame. Yeah, my mother never did that to yeah. me either. Even though we're Gen X and yeah. we're left alone a lot. Yeah, she still didn't uh, didn't do that. Still, just you know, when I was hungry. Yeah. If I wanted toast, she you got, gave me, yeah, you I got, got some toast. toast or, you, or yeah. tortillas. Or tortillas. With uh, apple butter. Ah. Uh, um, yeah. I, I think that the fire tortillas with apple butter and butter were the best part of this week's episode. Yes. I, this is a... Uh, is th there anything left to say? No, it's a garbage film. It is garbage. Um, but you know, here's the thing that gives me hope. I'm, I'm, I'm connecting the dots here. You know, I, I was shooting a little film mm -hmm. this weekend in Caddo Lake with uh, Richard Bailey. Um, and it's a movie called Dark Sisters. It's going to come out later. Nice. Um, and, you know, we were out there. We shot this film. And I heard the turtles out there for some reason. Not actual turtles. The band. Singing. Yeah. You know, happy together. But turtles, the band, <laughs> singing the song on the television. And, um, I mean, on the way out there. And then on our way back, when we got to Dallas, I heard the song again. And then we heard it In at the, the movies. And I'm... The whole weekend I've been like, this is possible. You can make a small film. Yeah. You know, and still make a good small film. Yeah. And then I watched this garbage movie. None of what I just said made sense. I'm sorry, y'all. No, but no. I it mean, makes it makes sense in my head. No, because you're, I, look, I, 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 I don't want to speak for you, but it seems like you're saying you don't need 850 grand, which again, we know you and I know the people know that's nothing in Hollywood nothing. terms. But you had almost a million dollars, and this is the shit you did. Right. Whereas you go to Caddo Lake, I, I don't know how much Dark Sisters budget is. I'm assuming it's not $850,000. At the end of the day, it, it still comes down to the fucking story you're yeah, telling. You have to tell us, like, what is yeah. the story? It, it's, it's, and, and I, I like Emma Roberts. I do too. That's um, the reason I wanted to watch this movie. I think she's inherently likable. Um, and I love Michael even Shannon. Even when she's a villain, she's inherently yes. likable. Like I, I literally texted you. I said, I love a good Emma Roberts horror movie. Yeah. Let's watch this and one. She's, you know, I, she's Julie Roberts niece. Yeah. And Eric Roberts, daughter. Yeah. You know, like, come on, man. It's in the blood. Um, She's in Scream 4. Mm -hmm. Like, she's great in Scream 4. She's great in American Horror Story. Yeah, and her work in Scream 4 makes that last Scream 
not need to exist. Right. But that's a whole other argument. Um, Michael Shannon is a fantastic fucking actor. Right. These are, look, these people are from the Steppenwolf. That's an incredible theater and mm-hmm. has been for decades. Many, many, many years. But if the story is shit, man. If it's not on the page. Yeah. It's not on the stage. Unless you're Dario Argento. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't actually give a shit about the script. Right. <laughs> I'm but, doing but, something different. But that's not this. Dario Argento gives you like visually yes. stunning things yeah. to look at, right? Is, is, is a mere roadmap. But even then, his movies make more sense. Yes. And we said, look, I'm all for, as an audience member, questioning what is real and what is not. But right? there are rules. Even in Mulholland Drive and Lost Highway, mm-hmm. which I think are arguably Lynch's most I'm playing with what is reality versus imagination or whatever, especially Mulholland. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what Naomi Watts is going through. Right. Even David Lynch yeah. ties this shit together. Follows some rules. Generally, a guy who at least professes to not really care about the same shit that mm-hmm. a lot of us care about in storytelling. Even he's like, no, we got to come up with something. Right. There's a key. And you're like, okay, there's okay. a fucking key. Great. Uh, this doesn't do any of that. It's a waste of talent. It's a waste of Michael Shannon's giantness. Um, <laughs> do you think that in Lost Highway, when Bill Pullman becomes Balthasar Getty. Do you think that makes sense? I, I, I mean, in Lynch terms, it yeah. does, right? Okay, because yes. that's what I was going to say. Like, even that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that is like, that you, movie is structured like a Mobius strip. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I'd rather talk about Lost oh, Highway. Oh, God, Lost Highway is incredible. It also has one of the most terrifying oh, fucking scenes ever. Oh, my God. Y'all, just go watch David Lynch shit. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. Beretta's in it. Um, oh shit! Did he murder someone? Yeah, he did. Oh no, Beretta! He, he did. Um, he murdered someone, but he's terrifying in it. He's absolutely, he's got ter- no eyebrows. You kind of watch it and you're like, he might murder someone. He might murder <laughs> like, someone, and then he did. Um, no, this movie, this movie's awful. Abandoned. I'm, uh, Don't go see abandoned. it. Abandoned. Abandon hope. Abandon <laughs> any notion that you want to watch this movie. I look. Contact me and I will give you a list, a list of country haunted home houses that you can see that can, that this movie contains all the tropes of that, but they make no sense and they never pay off. I will give you a detailed list of which movies to go and see that contain all of these tropes. That's I great. have them. I promise you. Yeah. And uh, I'll use that as a segue. I didn't put it up this week because I got lazy, Christy, but but uh, I will following this episode. If you have questions, we're going to do the tat mailbag. We're going right. to start that next week. Yep. We want to answer your questions, whether it's about horror, tacos. Or whatever. Whatever. Uh, there's a movie called uh, Titanic 666. Fuck yes, there is. That I found the trailer is. for. And I think we may do that. I mean, there's a few other movies we want to watch. Yeah. Uh, that Titanic 666 is happening. It's happening. If not next week, the following week. The following week. week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So stay with us. We'll be back next week. And don't go watch Abandoned. Bye. I don't know what to say. <laughs>